It's time for JT the Brick. This is about as good as it gets. <laughs> it is. There's some legends here. Now, no doubt right? about it. I can't believe the Raiders had Cliff Branch and Fred Belenikoff um, on the same team, but uh, <laughs> but they had they had such a dynamic team. JT the Brick. I just love the. I don't know. I just love the Raiders. I, I'm, I'm not sure why growing up in Kansas, I love John Madden and Mark Van Egan. Mark Van Egan. Mark Van Egan. Yeah. Um, guys like that. I just I don't know. I just love the Raiders for some reason. Jackpot, baby. And now here's JT the Brick. Welcome back, everybody. JT in Vegas today, and we're having a great day in Vegas. It's one of the biggest days of the year for sports. The opening of March Madness as we continue here. We're brought to you by Remy Martin, Team Up for Excellence. Watching March Madness. It's with the Remy Martin cocktail in my hand. The Remy Martin Bar at the M Resort Spa and Casino. Head on out there for that. You'll see the back room inside the Raiders Tavern and Grill which I'm heading out to next week. We're going to be out there having a dinner out there. Looking forward to that. So hopefully our friends at Remy Martin are doing great and our great friends at the M Resort. Well, I spent most of my time last year. We did every Raiders pre- and post-game show from M Resort, and we have some exciting news coming up with them. Today's about March Madness, but anybody who's watching March Madness is not listening to me. I've been doing radio 25 years. I can teach a class on that. So what I do is I concentrate on the Raiders and baseball and everything else because I know if you're watching the tournament, you got money on the tournament and that's what's happening. I'll give you scores because you could be driving around from one resort property to another or somewhere else outside the market and that's my job. Uh, Tennessee's blowing out Longwood 56 to 29. That's in the second half. Uh, Boise State just lost to Memphis 64 to 53. Providence, the four seed, beat South Dakota State 66 to 57. A lot of brackets had South Dakota State going to win that game. Colorado State was up huge early, and then Michigan came back and won by eight points, 75 to 63. And then games coming up, 115, Gonzaga, Georgia State, North Carolina, Marquette, New Mexico, UConn, Kentucky's taking on St. Peter's. Indiana, St. Mary's going to be a hell of a game tonight. That's on TBS at 420. And then the marquee game late night tonight. Well, UCLA's playing Akron. They should win that. That's 6.50 p.m. And Kansas, we're taking on Texas Southern as they won their play-in game. So you're up to date on March Madness. Rock Yassin uh, spoke to the media. We played some of that sound a little bit earlier on in the show. We have another player that was also introduced, and we'll get to that here in a little bit because that's what the Raiders do. They do a great job with that. We have sound as running back Brandon Bolden spoke today. I'll get to that hopefully in the next 25 minutes or so. Goal today was to get everybody excited about what the Raiders have done with the signings of Chandler Jones, Rocky Sin, Anthony Avert, uh, Darius Phillips, Mac Hollins, the wide receiver out of uh, Miami, had a really nice year. Bilal Nichols, the defensive tackle from the Bears. Brandon Bolden, who will mention from the Patriots, the running back, plus the fullback, Jacob Johnson. And then the Raiders just announced offensive lineman from the Bears, Alex Bars. And he played a bunch for them last year and did pretty good. Uh, He'll come in and add depth on the offensive line. He played three different positions out of Notre Dame. Pretty good player here. I still think the Raiders have to find a way to get a wide receiver. We just found out that Allen Robinson, the breaking news, he signs with the world champion Rams. So for the Rams, I don't know how they're doing it. They got Matthew Stafford making a lot of money, Aaron Donald making a lot of money, but they're reloading. 
They won the Super Bowl, and they are reloading. And Baker Mayfield just told the ESPN, it's in mutual interest to both sides for us to move on. The relationship is too far behind to mend. It's in the best interest of both sides to move on. Too far gone, not fine, gone. Baker Mayfield requesting a trade from Cleveland. All right, Cleveland. Hey, you know what the thing is? You brought in Deshaun Watson. You pissed off Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield said, go kick rocks. Baker Mayfield's got a lot of money. He signs his name Heisman Trophy. Okay, so he's got a rookie, number one contract, and he'll find work. Kevin Bollinger, kind enough to join us, sports director of Fox 5. Been a while, Kevin. Excited to talk to you. Hope you're doing well as we kick off March Madness. How are you, buddy? You as well. It's a, it's a great week, March Madness, NFL free agency. This is, uh, this is a great sports week everywhere around the world, but especially right here in Las Vegas. Well, you've been a part of so much growth here with the Raiders coming here and the success that you have on TV in Vegas. But does anything beat March Madness? Because when you open up Circa, Resorts World, all these powerhouse new resort properties that all have big casinos, and there's just more and more fans that can be accommodated up and down the Strip. It's incredible. Yeah, I was actually flying to Las Vegas last night from Southern California, and every single person on that plane was coming for March Madness. It was it was like a bachelor party on that plane, uh, and it was it was a you know a late flight, so people worked their Wednesday shift. They hopped on the plane, and you know, and just talking to people, they were coming for the whole weekend. Most of them weren't flying out till at least Sunday. Some were going to stay till Monday. And uh, they were they were there to meet up with their buddies and and keep the tradition alive of uh, Vegas on the opening weekend of March Madness. Kevin Bollinger, Fox Five. You know, Kevin. A lot of people say conspiracy theories with gambling getting legalized for sports all over the country that less and less people are going to come here, and it's just the opposite. You can't have a good time, possibly a good time in other places compared to Vegas. I just think it's rooted in everybody to get to Vegas to watch these games because you'll never repeat that atmosphere anywhere else. No question. I mean, we're seeing, obviously, you know, different states that are allowing sports gambling and stuff. And it's great to go to a sports book, you know, in, in some small city in, in some of these states, but you're never going to get the Vegas vibe in those places. And, and that is part of what people want. They want, you know, that everybody's screaming at the TV at once and, and the continuous party from early morning all the way into the late night. And, and there's just something only Vegas can offer when it comes to that. And I think that that's the one thing that maybe people didn't factor in when they thought that, that it was going to hurt Las Vegas. Well, it hurts a little bit in terms of maybe some of the dollars spent uh, with, mm-hmm. with some people, yeah. But when it comes to big events, people want to be in the city. So let's talk about the Raiders and what's changed this week from Monday where they really didn't do anything. And now we're sitting here on Thursday and they've loaded up with eight or nine new players and some really good players to add depth and a star in Chandler Jones who comes in, one of the great defensive ends to ever play. Now, I think they've done a great job on the defensive side of the ball of, of not only having uh, a couple of frontline guys, but as you said, some depth at some key positions where they, they struggled uh, in the backside of the defense as well. Uh, but, but bringing him in and, and getting Max Crosby signed to an extension uh, from a defensive standpoint, great week so far for the Raiders. A lot of work, though, still to be done on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I, look at the right side of the offensive line, and I see what the Cowboys did in terms of getting rid of Collins today, and I have to wonder if the Raiders are going to be uh, jumping in on that fray because that would be 
a huge signing to, to get a big right tackle uh, that will help out, especially because these other AFC West teams have loaded up defensively as well. So the Raiders need to make sure they can open up some holes for Jacobs and protect Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah I'm happy you brought that up because I was going to mention that down the road in our conversation about what Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson bring to the Chargers and then Russell Wilson to Denver. So there's no doubt that those teams got better, and all Raider Nation knows that. There's not a Raider fan walking around the planet who doesn't think the Chargers got a lot better, along with Denver, who's got one of the best quarterbacks in all of football. So the Raiders have to keep up. No question. And you look at it, and you know, obviously the AFC West, easily the toughest division. That can run two ways. You know, That could be uh, looked at as, all right, the, the Raiders are going to have some tough sledding. Well, guess what? Everybody's going to have tough sledding. Kansas City might have to, you know, they might be splitting series with these other AFC West teams, which is going to make those non-division games so important in terms of who wins the division and who makes the playoffs because I could really see these four teams in the AFC West beating each other up uh, throughout the year, and it's going to be people who step on, uh, up on the outside. So I could look at it as an opportunity as well that maybe it's going to put a, a couple more L's in the, in the column for Kansas City uh, going through this process and it opens the door for somebody who takes care of business outside the division to sneak in there. Kevin Bollinger, Fox 5, I saw on your Twitter feed, you're tweeting about Max Crosby and the contract extension, and he deserves that, announced on his two-year sobriety day. Pretty incredible. We both covered the story. We spent a lot of time together at the facility and when the team is playing at home on game day. It's one of the great stories I've seen in my 23-plus years with the Raiders, a success story from a guy drafted in the fourth round to getting that type of money going to the Pro Bowl and really enjoying the moment now, being in the moment. Yeah, you know, he has embraced everything in his life. And it's not just uh, the sobriety part of it, which he has definitely done and been very open and honest about his struggles over the last couple of years. But he has uh, embraced his role with the Raiders being named a captain at such a young age last season, I think was huge. Uh, the players look up to him for leadership. You can see it when you go to practices, uh, how he kind of leads the way with that unit. And I think that uh, he was rewarded not only for his play on the field, but what he does behind the scenes with this team uh, and the leadership that he brings in the locker room and on the practice field as well. Uh, every team needs guys like Max Crosby and uh, he, he has come through in, in big ways here in his few years here in Las Vegas. Kevin Bollinger, sports director for Fox 5 TV, proud partner of the Raiders. So you get really good access to Derek Carr at camp and the interviews, the one-on-ones you've done with him. What do you think happens with this contract extension as the Raiders are really moving money around and getting rid of a lot of players from the Gruden-Mayock regime trying to free up cash? What are you thinking? Yeah, you know, and when, when we talked a little bit about it, before uh, the last season started uh, when we sat down during the preseason and he was very adamant about that. You know, he was going to let his agents do all the work and everything else, but you know that he's going to be involved in in talks and and making sure that they get this thing done. I I think that the Raiders uh, need to get a deal done. Uh, You know, he's going into the last year of the deal. You don't want to have to go into a position where you, you're going to have to uh, put the tag on him next year if you if you don't have other options. And I think that uh, if McDaniels sees Derek Carr as, as the type of quarterback that can lead this team going forward, and I think that he does, and I think that he will, then they got to get the deal done. And, you know, Derek Carr has also been very vocal about the fact that he wants to be a Raider for the rest of his life. 
then he also needs to, to try, and he wants to win mm-hmm. a Super Bowl with the Raiders. He needs to make sure that there is, is a window there with that contract that allows the team to be able to get the pieces around him as well. Kevin Ball- it's not all about the money and he wants to win. He's going to have to do it both ways. I agree with you. Kevin Bollinger, Fox 5, but I don't get involved in Derek's money. Right, it's it's Derek. <laughs> we we know that as as we float around here in Vegas, that you don't want him thinking we're getting involved with this money. I can promise you there. Hey, as we wrap this up, I'm sitting here and I'm in shock with the Golden Knights. I mean, really in shock. I haven't been paying as much attention as of late with everything I've been doing here, but I love this team. I think it was built to be an All Star team, and then the loss of Flurry has haunted them. Period. And I, look, I understand why they went, and some people got behind Robin Leonard. But the stability of Flurry and what he brought to the organization and where they're now, there are so many players on this roster in a slump that can't get a goal, can't get going again. I mean, it's urgent time now. that The play in Florida, one of the best teams in hockey, they could have feasted on that road trip against inferior teams, and now they have their back up against the wall. How, how do you think they react to this, Kevin? Yeah, they, it seems like they're gripping the, the stick a little tighter here in the, the last couple of weeks. The injuries have obviously killed them. Uh, but they also have enough guys there that aren't producing right now. You're absolutely right there. They've got a lot of guys that are in slumps. And, you know, this game against Florida is going to be tough. they got the Kings coming to town on Saturday. That's a huge game because that's one of the teams that they're going to be fighting for uh, a spot, uh, you know, when it comes to, to trying to get into that 2-3 hole in the division. So they need to, to win that thing in regulation there and kind of see if they can get them on a path. But, uh, there's no question that they're going to have to figure out. They have one week to go until the NHL trading deadline here. Uh, and so they, they need to make some decisions. How, we don't know how serious Robin Leonard's injury is. Uh, you know, Is there anybody available that can come out that they can make a trade for to give them that top-tier goaltending that they're not getting right now as well? And let's face it, they're up against the salary cap. They're doing all the gymnastics right now because of the Eichel deal. Mm-hmm. They don't really have room to go out and get a, get a, a top-line score to help try and boost that offense, they're already in trouble financially with the salary cap as it is. So I, I think they're kind of stuck with what they got other than maybe going for a goalie. I mean, you look at a team that's got Petrangelo, Stone, and I know not all of them are healthy, Marcioso, Wild Bill. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked that they could be in a situation where they're all not firing all four of those lines, and then they got a couple of elite defenders there and – we know Mr. Foley, and you know him probably better than I do. You go to more games. He's got to be furious now. I mean, I, I, gotta, I can't imagine after what he's done to this team and all the changes that he's made that this is acceptable to him. I just wonder what he's going to say here over the next couple of games if they don't get fired up again. Yeah, it's, uh, this is going to be an interesting time in terms of the, the path of this franchise. Uh, what do they do before the trade deadline? And how do they perform down the stretch uh, to get to the postseason? Because in the NHL, once you make the postseason, the salary cap disappears. They can put that all-star team, if they're all healthy, all on the team and not have to worry about that. And then maybe uh, people will exhale a little bit and they can make a run. But they got to get to that point here. And if they don't, then I think some decisions are going to have to be made uh, as to what's going to happen going forward with this organization. Thank you, Kevin. Always good talking to you. I hope to have you on in the next couple of weeks. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Stacey. Appreciate it. Kevin Bollinger, sports director. Fox 5 here, proud partner of the Raiders. Good to have him on. You know, I'm trying to mix it up today a little bit because of March Madness going on. And when we were on the other station before I came here, I had nine full lines every day on the Golden Knights. 
and we came over here, and I understand why, but we really want to talk about this team more, and it's put up or shut up time. A lot of people in this building make their living off the Golden Knights. I'm looking at one of them right here. I don't want to see this team shut out of the playoffs because that's a long postseason hockey. Hockey postseason is long. And if you don't make the playoffs, man, it is rough. You just sit around and stew and get upset. And there's just too many good players on this team to not be playing well at the right time. DeBoer's got to do a better job of having them ready to play. And then the captain's and the leader on this team. You know, I don't want to get too heavy into it today, but Marc-Andre Fleury only wanted was one more season. So I agree to disagree with what the Knights did. I'm still a Knights fan. But to bring him back for one more year so he could get that 500-win patch on the Golden Knights, you sell all those T-shirts, you have all those ceremonies there, he plays one more year, and he's much better than both these goalies. It's not even close. Not even close. So that's the road they took. And it's coming back to haunt them. And then injuries mix in and, you know, money's a really big issue. And that's why I really respect Mr. Foley as the owner of the team because money's not an object. He's gone out and thrown a lot of money at this team. And, Bobby, you run their games here out of the station, so you know the Golden Knights here. What do you think's going on? I'll tell you two things. First of all, I think it's Eichel. Really? Because this team was functioning on all cylinders and then when they when they didn't they didn't expect to have Eichel until the playoffs, okay. Mm-hmm. So when they brought him back in February, and then they had to take Stone and put him out, mm-hmm. not injured, salary cap reasons. Right. Mm-hmm. That angered the rest of the team, and that's why they've been now. Don't forget, since February twenty fifth when the Olympic thing ended, this team is three and eight. Three and eight. Three and eight, and they're losing to teams like Philadelphia and Buffalo and whatnot. It's just brutal. And number two, I'll tell you this too: you know Foley as well as I do. If this team don't make the playoffs, heads are going to roll. Oh, heads are going to roll. Absolutely. Oh, oh, heads are going to roll. But I don't see that happening. I'm going to get behind him, going to a couple of games coming up here, and excited to throw on the number nine JT the Brick jersey, get into Hyde, get into that Jack Dan. That's what they need. They need me in there to do a shot or something in the Jack Daniels Lounge or the Bud Light Lounge to get that place going again. I'm fired up for that. Hey, there's a lot happening around town. Let me know what you're doing for St. Patrick's Day. There's a great pop-up bar inside Virgin where I'll be at tonight. We'll tell you about that coming up. Uh, Lines are open, 702-365-9200. Bobby is going to release the Grimaldi's cards, but we don't give them away to caller number five. We don't do that radio. Not that there's anything wrong with caller number five radio, but what we're going to do is give away two $50 Grimaldi gift cards to the Raider fan who can best sum up this week. Who can best sum up this week. Who's the Raider fan that can best sum up what's happened this week for a $50 Grimaldi gift card, which is gold around here. Fitzy joining us. He's got the pop-up bar. He's listening over at Virgin. I will be there after my night show tonight, my friend. Welcome in. Tell us about it. Thanks so much, JT. And a big happy St. Patrick's Day to you and all the listeners out there that follow JT the Brick, the best show Best show around, and thanks so much for everything you do, JT. Thank you, my friend. I'm excited with Boz, J-O-D, over at One Stake, what you're doing there with the pop-up Irish bar tonight, and it's already launched. Tell us about it, the concept, and how we can get people out there. Absolutely. Thank you so much, JT. Yes, we, we, we did a pop-up pub. Uh, it's called the Guinness and Bailey's Irish Pub here at the Virgin Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas. It's been an absolute true success. We kicked it off last Saturday. 
and we've had some wonderful bands brought over directly from Ireland, Irish step dancers, bagpipers, and we truly want to be the, 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 the central spot to celebrate St. Patrick's Day here in Las Vegas. Uh, we've kicked off today at 12 noon. Mm. Uh, live Irish music going on all day, Irish step dancers and bagpipers throughout the day, and we're going to keep going until the early hours of the morning. Now, Fitzy, you know that my mom's maiden name is O'Connor? I am an Irishman, so I can come in, I can play the part. Typically today, to our vast audience on Raider Nation Radio, how do you go to the green in your wardrobe? You are a dapper-dressed man, you wear suits, you get dressed up. Uh, Typically today, even if the the non-Irish that want to put on green, that's what you're supposed to do, get involved, be a part of St. Patrick's Day. Irish and proud, everybody's everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day, JT, and I'm wearing my shamrock socks, my shamrock uh, uh, pocket square, and and, I, uh, and, 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 and supporting the true, uh, true proper Irishman and I'm proud to be here. How great is it a virgin? Every time I go there, all the people that work there who I know, who you know, you come back, you stayed there for a while. It's like a home away from home, and now you're doing business there with the pop-up pub. I'm loving it. We're having some fun. There's some great restaurants, too, to enjoy when you're coming down. One steakhouse, another fellow Irishman, J.O.D., will mm-hmm. be on the bar. Uh, pouring the drinks and, and then serving up some great food over at one. Olives, of course, go down and see Rudy uh, at Olives. Some great food. So wonderful food options here. And, of course, if you're looking for the best in live Irish entertainment on St. Patrick's Day, look no further than the Virgin Hotel for the Guinness and Bailey's Irish Pub. I will be there tonight. Have a cold one ready for me, please. Looking forward to welcoming you, JT. Thank you, my friend. There he is, Fitzy, checking in with the pop-up pub over there, which is great. So here's what my night looks like, Bobby, and my wife who can't be listening now because she's working today, but she looked at me and said, what, what? So I'm going to Tahoe, and I got an early flight, and I'm going to go straight through. So I'm going to get off at 10. I'm going to have a couple of Guinnesses, a couple of beverages down there at Virgin. I'll have my bag up front, and then first flight, I'll get to the airport in time, and then we'll sleep on the plane because I got to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. I mean, this is a proud day in my family. I wish I was at McSorley's. In New York today, but I'd I'd rather be at Virgin tonight. Is that Jared in Vegas? Jared, check in. How are you? Hey, JT. Just checking in. I'm going to try to sum up this week. Earlier I called in the week, talked about pigs and hogs. And you know what? I, I like some of the moves to keep feeding these mouths. I talked about getting guys that covet that gold jacket. And I believe mission accomplished there with Chandler Jones. To sum up the week, I would say strategic, real G's move in silence, and this front office is full of real ass G's. Because we didn't panic. We didn't overreact. We will respect all and fear none. Raiders. All right, put him on hold. We'll give him a $50 Grimaldi card because he followed the rules. We said call in on the Raiders. He called in, so I give away 50 bucks. It's easy to do here. It's easy to do. We're looking for Raider fans. I got one more $50 Grimaldi gift card, best pizza I've ever had. We'll get you in 702-365-9200. He talked about being stealth. That's what these guys are doing. Ziegler and McDaniels, no one knows what they're doing. No one needs to know what they're doing. Keep it underground. Then pounce and go get some guys. Today, Alec Bars, offensive lineman from the Bears. They brought in Bilal Nichols, defensive tackle from the Bears. I like Darius Phillips and Mac Hollins. Wide receiver special teams is really going to fit in nicely with Hunter Renfro.
Tua back into the gun. Goes straight back. And he's going to be sacked. Down he goes again in a very good defensive play by Nassib. Carl Nassib with the sack on that play. Nice job by Bobby who's running the show today. We're playing uh, sound bites that we have of all the players that are gone and thanking them for being Raiders. Once a Raider, always a Raider. JT back with you. We're excited. St. Patrick's Day. Bobby's cranking you two today as we're in the building. And this is pretty much the two-year anniversary for COVID in this building and around here as it all changed and the NCAA tournament was canceled, if you recall. So we've all come a long way, plus on top of that, launching a brand-new flagship station with the Raiders. So very proud of everyone's accomplishment. It's been a rough road for two years, but we're back to full sports for now. March Madness is booming. I'm watching Iowa, Richmond, Iowa up to 36-34 into the second half, about 16.50 to go. Uh, the Raiders have signed free agent running back Brandon Bolden. The club announced that. Today they put out a press release. After spending eight years with the New England Patriots and one season with the Dolphins, helping New England to eight postseason appearances and two Super Bowl titles. The five foot 11 220-pound running back has appeared in 131 games, nine starts over his career, 283 carries of 1,297 yards, 12 touchdowns, 100 receptions for 902 yards and six touchdowns. Check this out. In postseason action, he has played in 17 games, recording 12 carries for 46 yards, one TD, and eight receptions for 64 yards. Last year, he played in all 17 games with one start. So he's a guy who comes in. You can have him for short yardage, for blocking, picking up blitz packages, and he'll play along in the backfield, clearly with Josh Jacobs and wherever the Raiders decide to go at the running back position. Because remember, the Raiders uh, also brought in a fullback, Jacob Johnson, from the Patriots. So Brandon Bolden was introduced to the media today. First question from Vinny Bonsignor on the offense and how familiar he is with Josh McDaniels. With Josh and everything, uh, I know firsthand that this is not the easiest offense to learn, but once you get it, you can't forget it. It's like riding a bike. Um, so I just talked to Josh, and I'm here to help as much as I can, try to simplify it and explain it, you know, put it on players' terms, because with Josh been coaching for as long as he has, he doesn't – he kind of he doesn't have that uh, connection to the players. It's like these are these guys haven't heard this, so um, I'm interested to see how it's going to go. I'm very excited to come in and help and do whatever I can to make sure we all on the same page and go out there and see what we can do as a team. That's really interesting what he said there. He's going to be one of those bridge guys that could take this playbook and help out the room that he's in, which is the running back room. Very important room with Josh McDaniels because you're required to catch the ball and block and pick up blitz packages. So very important there. And I don't know how I – I have no idea how complex this offense is. I know how complex John Gruden's was and the verbiage. Takes a lot. Takes a lot to understand that. Also, Bolden talked about his Raider ties with his family. Check this out. This is uh, big for me. Um, for those who don't know, last year in New England, I changed my number from 38 to 25 to honor my grandfather. And uh, this season when I found out that well, when I had an idea that I could possibly end up here and I talked to my family about it, uh, my grandmother ran to the back and the first thing she did was like, oh, you have to wear this shirt when you go up there and sign your contract. Um, cause you know, without him and my family support, I wouldn't be here today. 
uh, even playing football. I was a baseball player my entire life. So um, to be here and to be part of this organization as he was, this is phenomenal for me. Um, just the history behind the team and that he's part of the history makes it even more important to me. So I'm excited. I'm glad. And like, I'm so I'm I can't even get the words out. I'm very excited to be in black and silver. Wow, that's really cool. Didn't know the connection with his grandfather. That's good to know. Uh, more from Brandon Bolden, a new Raiders running back coming over from the Patriots on his relationship with the head coach, Josh McDaniels. Josh is a great guy. Like, I love Josh. Josh is a very personal coach. He's a player's coach. Um, he likes to bring the best out of his players, and he likes to challenge his players as well. So just off the field, casually, Josh is just one of the guys. Like, we can hang out. We can talk about whatever. It's more than football to him. Like, it's, he's a very family-oriented guy, and um, that's how he was raised, and that's how he trying to – that's the way he coaches. And so uh, I love Josh. Me and Josh, uh, we bump heads a few times, but you know, like I said, it's family. So you bump heads and then we shake hands and get it back over with, and we're back for the same common goal. But uh, love Josh, love him as a football player. I mean, love him as a football coach. Um, and just off the field, uh, is he's one of the more personable coaches I've had the pleasure of being coached by. Um, love just going in his office and you could talk about anything from, you know, the weather to something you saw on CNN an hour ago. Josh is just one of those personal guys. A really cool sound from him. First time I'm hearing him speak here over in Henderson earlier today. More from Brandon Bolden, running back, new running back from the Silver and Black, and why the Raiders was the right fit. Actually, I was just sitting at home. This is not my first go around with free agency. Um, I was just sitting at home, kind of just weighing out the options. And uh, when I did finally talk to Josh, it was kind of one of those situations where what would be the best situation for me and my family going forward. And, um, and this was a, a very easy choice, it's schematically and on a personal level as well. Um, this is a very familiar face. Familiar face is. It's a lot of coaches on this staff that I've had the pleasure of being coached by in the past and a few of them more recently. So this has been uh, it's been a hell of a ride. And, yeah, when Josh pretty much made his phone call, it was kind of summed it up from where I was going for me. Really sounds like Josh McDaniels clearly wanted to bring him in, and he was, he's been targeted for a while to come on in. This was going to be a fit, a really good fit of chemistry between a back and the head coach and the GM. A couple of more. I'm really enjoying this. I hope you are. Uh, Bolden talks about his role in this offense with the players who are here. I'm expecting the same role that I had in New England, and that's to help everybody as best as I can. Whether it's on special teams or offense, uh, I'm not looking for a specific role. I'm looking to play football and win some games at the same time. So I don't really have any say of what I play or how much I play. I, I love the game of football, and I want to get out there and play ball. God, this is so good. Special teams with Mac Hollins coming in, Darius Phillips on special teams. And now what you heard from Brandon Bolden, last one on work ethic and what he learned from the Patriots. The Patriot way to sum it up is just doing things the right way without people having to tell you, telling, without people telling you to do it the right way. It's kind of like just do it right when no one's watching. And the whole do your job and everything else, you're not worried about the next guy. You're worried about your assignment. And if they do the, their assignment, it's like a puzzle piece. If I do my job and you do your job and we put our two pictures together, we make a bigger picture. And so when you look at it from that standpoint, it's 
not fairly hard. It's fairly easy, and everybody's just going to put their own spin on it. And I'm sure when we get down to the offseason program and OTAs, we're going to have conversations about it as a team and figure out what works best for us and hopefully make some things shake this season. Wow. Secrets to the Patriot way. No, seriously, the puzzle piece and all that. I love that, man. I could hear that all day. Bobby, you already heard it. You're a born and raised Patriot fan. You knew this already. You knew this Patriot way already as it's coming out west here to Las Vegas. Philosophy on how Belichick used to say, do your job. Just do your job. Know your role and do it. And Josh McDaniels comes from that, and he expects that from every player. Remember, the big takeaway for me since these gentlemen have come here is that they're going to value the position group, the whole group in general, and what you can do as a linebacker, an interior tackle, a special teams player. And you better be ready to go because if you're not good enough to go, you're gone. They don't care where you were drafted. I mean, a guy like Chandler Jones is different. You know, Max Crosby's a little bit different, but for everybody else that they're building around, you better know your role and you better be good because if not, they'll get rid of you. That's the track record up in New England, that's for sure. Let's get out to uh, Dark Side Don. Hello, Don. How are you? Hey, what's going on, JT? Doing good. Thanks for calling. Um, to sum up, to sum up this week for me, mm-hmm. uh, it was it's 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 bittersweet, but once a Raider, always a Raider. Um, I love the I love the reason why it's bitter is because I, I honestly feel like Yannick was a he he looked the part of a Raider, and I and I I fell in love with him as a as a Raider the day that he signed with the Raiders. Um, but it's, it's, it's a business and, and, and we got, and he, he's still helping this team out because we got a DB, mm-hmm. we got a corner when, when we traded him. So that's where the once a Raider, always a Raider comes in. It's bittersweet, but once a Raider, always a Raider, you know, I, so that's, that's where I'm at this week. I love the Chandler Jones signing. I, I love the, 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 the clips that you just played. Mm-hmm. These guys are coming in and they're sounding like they're, you know, that they're going to try to get this organization in the right Going the right way, so let's 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 do this thing, and that's that's where I'm at for. This All right, week. stay on hold. We'll get you a fifty dollars Grimaldi's gift card. What's that? Oh, he's always oh, not local. Oh, you got to be local, my friend. I, I apologize. I'll get him something. Get him a brick T-shirt or get something going. Get him a koozie, Bobby. Get him something here. But you got to be in Vegas to have Grimaldi's best pizza I ever had. It's no good if you're not here in Vegas. My bad on that one. You never want to tease people, Bobby, with Grimaldi's gift cards, man. Got to be a local guy here as I'm giving away gold, pizza gold here on the show today. 702-365-9200. March Madness underway. Iowa is in a fight. A lot of people have Iowa going far. 39-38. They're up by one against Richmond, the Spiders, with 15 minutes to go. 15 minutes to go in this game. The road to the Final Four has begun. I picked Duke to win it all. Don't need a pat on the back for that, but this year no one's picking Duke because Duke hasn't played well, and there's been too much pressure on the young players because when Coach K loses the next day, he's done. If he loses one more, he's out. Will the players gravitate to that pressure and want to win for them? I think they will. But the problem is I have to pick them to beat Gonzaga, and I root for Gonzaga. So I'm going to go Duke. I put it in in pen. That's my bracket. Uh, Let me grab that here. I got Duke, Arizona, Kentucky, and Auburn. Auburn. I have Duke over Kentucky. I have uh, Duke at the end knocking out Arizona because my son goes to Arizona State now. I found out as a Sun Devil dad, I have to root against Arizona part of me writing those out-of-state tuition checks. 
That's my wife. My wife. Uh, why my wife's letting me go skiing this weekend? Because I'm writing out of state college checks. And I think they're both on spring break right now, and I'm probably funding that too. It's what I am. I'm like I'm at the government. I'm funding this. Funding college. We'll wrap it up coming up here. Got a lot to say on what the Raiders did this week on the flagship. Back into the gun now. Takes the snap. Gets sacked. Back on the Bears' 45-yard line. Ngakwe got in again on him and brought him down. JT, as we wrap it up, we're playing sound of the Raiders who are no longer here so we can thank them because we've had them all on the show. We had Carl Nassib on the show, Yannick Ngakwe, when he was introduced, and hopefully we have these new players coming on. Rock Yassin, can't wait to interview him, and hopefully they get interviewed by Vinny and Q and Clay and everybody who's here, and we want to make sure that you get to know these players as we get to know them, because we don't know them either. Uh, They were introduced today, and there'll be more and more next week as we continue on. Coming up momentarily, there is a piece of sound. I'm good friends with Stephen A. Smith, so I call Stephen A. Smith is a great guy. What he does on TV is what he does. He's not for everybody when he does the loud debate stuff, but he's a good guy, and we go back over a decade. I don't say that about Skip Bayless. And Skip used to be on my show back in the day when I had a local show in San Francisco when he worked for the San Jose Mercury News. But Skip has built a brand that is massive now. I think he makes $6 million bucks a year. I'd like to make $6 million bucks a year screaming and doing fake debates. It'd be a great way to make a living. A couple hours a day, pretend that I'm outraged about a particular topic. So he just dropped some sound with Shannon Sharp on the Raiders. So Bobby is loading that as we speak. So give me about a minute. I want to play it. And I just want to play it because it's breaking news sound. And it's getting a lot of feedback here. And you're going to want to hear it here. And no way do I support, disclaimer, what Skip Bayless says here with Shannon Sharp. And Shannon Sharp looks on in amazement from what Skip is saying. But he's saying it. And it's got a whole bunch of retweets. And they're going to be talking about it on the other shows. So Bobby's loading it right now in anticipation. And we're going to play it because it's news because of Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield has requested a trade from the Browns, telling Adam Schefter, quote, it's in the best interest of both sides for Cleveland to split. Quote, it's in mutual interest for me to move on. The relationship is too far gone to mend. In the best interests of both sides, we need to move on. So here's Skip Bayless from FS1. Josh McDaniels loved Baker Mayfield before that draft. Right. I would suspect he still loves him now. Would, would they say, Trade let's him. try to change our luck here a little bit. We, we've gone as far as we could with Derek Carr, who's, who's pretty good. He's always they pretty good. Playoff. He went to the playoffs. Okay, pretty good, pretty good. He smoked my team in overtime uh-huh. in Jerry World. The point is... Would Josh say, I'm starting over, I want to start completely fresh, I want to get rid of the 
the, the scar tissue, you know, that right. Derek Carr has right. psychologically yeah. from Gruden and all the way back to his early days. Mm-hmm. Here's our starting quarterback. Maybe could could they just trade quarterback for right. quarterback and Cleveland say, yeah, we'll start over. We'll start fresh yeah. with Derek Carr. Right. That wouldn't you, you want to talk about Baker wearing that skull and crossbones, that, that <laughs> yeah. eye patch. Yeah. You know, he would be made yeah. to be a Raider. In Vegas, that yeah. that works for me. That's a personality. So you say swap swap the quarterback? Yeah, just swap him straight up. Skip Bayless, Fox Sports One. I don't agree with it, but I'm a sports talk host, and that's getting played all over the country now, especially with the Baker uh, Mayfield news today. I support Derek Carr as the quarterback of the team, but it's a big story. It's breaking now, and he put it out there, and he normally does that to get people like me to play it. And I just did. Freddie in Vegas, you're up next. How are you, Freddie? It's actually Teddy. Teddy. Teddy oh. and me. Hey, Teddy, how are you? I'm good, buddy. Hey, I was, you know what? I really wanted to thank the best one of our great little Raider fullbacks, Alec Ingold. Thank you. Awesome kid, man. Yeah. Really great kid. Right up to the last minute, he was out here doing like stuff for the community. Mm-hmm. Gotta love him. Hope he got, I'm glad he got a lot of money in Miami. Yeah, he did. And, uh, he got $7.5 million over two years. Appreciate the call. That is a, that's a nice signing for Alec Ingold. That's a lot of money. You could do a lot with that money. And he's going to get a lot of action there. And remember, Tua, currently the quarterback, likes to dump it off. And Tua needs protection, and he can block and do things. I mean, Alec Ingold was fantastic in this community. And I'm thinking that the new Raiders who are getting gigs here and coming in here are going to do the same thing if they all followed what Alec Ingold did here in Las Vegas. Remember, we had really big tragedy stories with Henry Ruggs, the stupidity of Damon Arnett, some of the problems of the players here. Alec Ingold was fantastic. Just a cool, understanding guy who cared about charity and giving back to others. That's a great legacy to have in a few years with the Raiders. Jay's in Vegas. Thanks for waiting, Jay. Go ahead. Thanks for taking my call, JT. And first mm-hmm. off, man, Skip Bayless, oh, man. That, that's, oh, my God. That is terrible. That is terrible. But anyway, JT, look, man, uh, to sum up this week, man, I'll give you an analogy, man, and I'll kind of take it back, being that we're in Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to give you that Vegas mob feel to it, JT. And, you know, the mob had La Cosa Nostra. Well, you know what, man? This is La Cosa Raider. Look, JT, man, Monday and Tuesday, man, we, no leaks, no nothing. They operated quietly, man, and when Wednesday came, when you're actually able to do something, they struck. Now, you know, I was sad to see Yannick go, mm-hmm. but you know what, man? They, they filled up that gap with, uh, with, with Chandler Jones, mm-hmm. uh, which obviously he is a better player than, than Yannick. And with this type of muscle, JT, Man, it's about time we sit them down and and put a few pictures up on that bulletin board, JT. And those three pictures being uh, uh, Herbert, uh, Wilson, and uh, Mahomes. And it's time to go put out the hit on them, JT. Thanks for taking my call. Well, these are good quarterbacks, and it's going to take a lot to get them down. It's going to take a lot to get these quarterbacks down on the ground. And that's what Jones is. Jones is just a freak, and he could do that. And, you know, as much as I like Yannick, uh, Jones is a much better player than Yannick Ngakwe. Yannick's on his fifth team, and some of the teams that he played on, he didn't flash as well. Chandler Jones is a season or two away from going to the Hall of Fame. He's got Hall of Fame stats, most sacks since 2012, more than J.J. Watt. Look at the, He's going to the Hall of Fame. All he's got to do is play his career out here in Las Vegas and play well, win a couple of playoff games, get a championship, and he's good to go. 
So he's good to go. I think that's fantastic. It's a good fit here. Really good fit. Ruben, good to hear from you in Vegas. How are you, Ruben? Good, JT. Hope all is well. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Man, we got my blood boiling. I wanted to talk about what was going on with the wishing Alex and Udakwe the best of luck and, and Casey Hayward also on their new team. And every time we get a new, uh, new coaching staff and GM, they're going to want to bring players that fit their system, their, their uh, style of play. But with the Skip Bayless thing, man, come on now. You want to straight up trade uh, Baker over here to Vegas? Sin City, 24-hour city. He's like, he's, he get on his phone, getting all crazy, being like that high school girl that broke up with you or whatever, you know, not getting invited to the prom and all that. Mm-hmm. And you want to bring him here? Yeah, right. Come on now, man. Uh, Skip's just stirring the pot. I played it because yeah. it's trending and everybody's talking about it. And <laughs> you wouldn't, you called in because of it. So, but yeah, Derek is the foundation piece here. And uh, we would expect good things happening to him and his family and his kids coming up here momentarily. Exactly. I, I'm from Central California. Uh, Derek Carr played our high school once when he was a Bakersfield Christian, so I know he's a good guy. He, he tore us up in high school. But anyways, I love Derek. I, I root for Derek. I'm a, I'm a Central California guy, and you know, we would love Derek to stay here and be here and be a Raider for life. Thanks, JT. Absolutely. I hosted the Derek Carr many moons ago, the Derek Carr show, many moons ago, when he won uh, 11 games, and they won 12-4. and four. And it was a highlight of my career uh, hosting that show. He, he was there every week, on time, in San Francisco, I was living and doing the show a little bit each month, and uh, we had some great conversations. And he broke his ankle, broke his leg. Raiders went to the playoffs without him, and he led the Raiders to the playoffs this year and was in the, was in it with Joe Burrow. I'll tell you, the Raiders could have won that game. I think they should have won that game. First and goal at the nine. They get in and score and win that game, get to overtime. We know how good the Raiders are in extra time in that extra frame. But something to motivate Derek and the team here in the offseason. Good job, Bobby. Quick show tomorrow, and then I'm heading up to Tahoe for a few days. Be back on Monday. March Madness in progress. Uh, Keep it here. You'll hear all the updates. Everybody's keeping an eye on it. And these casinos are packed, and we're excited about being in Vegas for March Madness. Uh, We're brought to you by Meetup Vegas. Taste the quality and discover what you've been missing As you know, I have the hookup for you, sold exclusively to the fine steakhouses, now available to the public at wholesale prices. Go to meetupvegas.com. The code word is JTBRICK. It'll be delivered right to your home, or you can pick it up, and you can have a great meal all month long. My freezer is packed with the finest quality that I've found since I've been here in Vegas. Bobby, thanks for putting the show together. Thanks to our guest, Dana Wagner, who checked in from Reno. That was fun. Kevin Bollinger from Fox 5. And Fitz, Fitzy checked in over at the pop-up Irish bar at Virgin where I'll be tonight. Why not? A couple of Guinnesses. I'm not a Guinness guy. I'm a Modelo guy. And every Friday I reward myself with a bucket of Modelos, and I will do that tomorrow. We thank Modelo and Remy Martin, two of our beverage partners here on the show, another big one lined up. Have a great night, everybody. I would assume Q who was at the facility today. I believe he's still over there or here. And then Vinny after that. And he asked a lot of questions today. You're going to get great content from the guys who were there with the new players coming up next.